Summer Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. Questions without notice. The Gazman. Make this Christmas a Gazman Christmas. And right now, enjoy 25% off polos and shorts. Welcome back. Questions without notice for our friends at Gazman. Actually, went into Gazman yesterday. They've got that nice deal. They've got a discount on the shorts as well. And I need a couple of new uh, shorter strides. So I'm going to pop in there today, actually. I think it was 25% off shorts as well as T-shirts and polos. What more do you want in life, Scoob? Question without notice. Interesting listening to Clay Smith. He mm. said wicket keepers are chirpy. Yes. You were a wicket keeper. Were you chirpy? Yes. Although I knew that I generally had to go out and bat at some stage, so I sort of kept my own counsel more often than not. Jeez, Pick I, your mark. Jeez, I heard some good. <laughs> so I played, I spent a couple of seasons playing, what was it, under 14s? Was it Hatch Cricket? Hatch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came up from the peninsula and played a couple of games. And we played a game at Moorabbin one day, your old stomping ground, and they were pretty good. And they had a couple of kids that were real quick. But they also had a couple of kids who had real quick mouths as well. Never heard sledging like it. From the moment I went out to open until I was dismissed, relentless sledging. And a couple of them have How stayed long with you me. Not long enough. Uh, good 10 seconds. No, it wasn't, it wasn't long. Had the castle knocked over. I might have been out there for 20 minutes or so. But just relentless sledging. And as a 13-year-old, you're thinking, man, it was confronting. Because I hadn't actually heard it before. It was like seeing better footwork from a snake. Um, seen better batters in a fish and chip shop. You know, funny now when you think back to them. Mm. But just India, constant. So did you then get very chirpy knowing you didn't have to face the quicks because you were batting second? You'd already batted? No, so then, yeah, yeah, then I was. You were into them? Yeah, then I was into them. What were you into No them fear with? of repercussions. <laughs> Can't even remember. Just any any chance you had, you were into them. Oh, I love a bit of a battle. Yeah, where did you do the pr predominantly, where did you feel in the most? Gully. So you're close enough to get a few words oh, in my there. my word. Yeah. Mm. Who was who was the best though? Was it Heels? Was oh, no, it Swerven? No. Uh, Swerven. Well, the, the quick bowlers generally weren't great because they were in the con. You know, they were just Merv was. Kill you. Merv was though. Yeah, kill you. Is that is that true or urban legend? Merv with the tickets, please to. Um, Javed Mandat. Was it? Yeah. Was that true? Tickets, please. What did he call him? A he called him a tram driver, didn't he? Fat tram driver or something, didn't he? And then he got him out and he said, tickets, please. <laughs> what about the slips court? Oh, surely the Mark Ward Jr. would have been good on the lip, wouldn't he? Mm. No, no, there was some goodies. Goodies. Uh, but, yeah, they were generally thought through without being, you know, spur yeah. of the moment was hard to come up with. Not goodies. crude, no. but oh, just no, funny. No. Um, Kerry O'Keefe. Yeah, said over the last twenty four hours, you know, we've fallen out of love with cricket, um, and we just we're just waiting for the footy codes to restart in the new year. Do you think that's the case? I think there's some truth in that, and I, I don't know why, but my initial, my instinctive feeling would be because there's just too much cricket. Like back in the day, you'd have the Aussie summer as the hallmark of the cricketing calendar, so there'd be a real air of anticipation about it, especially as you and I have reminisced on many times, the Benson and Hedges World Series, the 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 three-team format. You know, that, there was real excitement around that even starting. So there was – footy was nowhere in December, January. But now I reckon because there's been such a big blurring of the lines in the cricket calendar, it's all year round. Mm. But just, yeah, we can go and watch a test here and the Boxing Day test is great as a tradition, but it doesn't have the same excitement because I think we're – 
we're, we're awash with it all year round. Yeah, the newspapers and the news services, are, you know, footy's still getting as much time, if not more. And footy has got better at bec- staying relevant, relevant all year round Agreed. with things like the Agreed. trade period and things like the draft and rule changes mm. and all these things coming in. Pre-season starting earlier and earlier prior yep. to the mandated leave periods anyway that they've got a nasty habit of staying relevant for a long, long time. No, I agree. And they're good at it. I do. But I think Kerry's spot on, though, and he spoke with some lament over that, didn't he? Yesterday? Yeah, he always talks with passion. And when Kerry you know, gets serious, he generally makes some very good points, and I think that's one of them. I do think that's one of them. Peter, Clay Smith, pound for pound, the toughest player I've seen at the Dogs. Three knee Ricos. Four goals before halftime against GWS in that prelim. Without him, we don't get into the grand final. 11 tackles in the grand final. One goal. Had to retire way too early. That's Peter in sunshine. Good on you, Peter. He was a hard nut. Sport can be a bitch, can't it? Uh, 100%. Yeah. And it's just your ticket. When your ticket gets punched, your ticket gets punched. It's just wrong. Yeah. It's sent to test you for no... Given reason, it, it just bites you on the backside. It, it's a bummer. Who in the cricketing world was the toughest uh, ombre that you sort of shared a lot? by far. Yeah. It was just fantastic. Why is that? Tough I mentally, just, tough physically, I, tough... All, all of it. Didn't mind it. Physical, didn't... You know, mentally, he was just... He had a great belief that he, he could compete. And he wasn't the most talented batsman Australia had ever seen, but he was still one of Australia's greatest. And that was because he... It was just so dogged. You know, they, they just, there wasn't a weak link. He, he, he just didn't have a weak link, Alan Border, in any part of his game. Great to have Rick and Thornbury on the line. I met Rick quickly the other week when he was uh, uh, had his name and number pulled out. Uh, Scoobers, that Toyota Caller of the Year winner. Took the new car. How are you, Rick? How's that new car going? Have you taken receipt of it yet? Not not as yet, gentlemen, but um, yeah, it's fair to say, uh, looking forward to that. An oh. incredibly great car. For SEN and uh, and Toyota. So um, is this a is this an early an early nomination for twenty twenty four caller of the year? Is it? <laughs> it's, it's not. I think I should bypass any uh, any future potential of winnings. But um, I was just sort of thinking how excited uh, myself and my mate to be if um, either England or India were here for a Test series. I think we'd both say the pitch and um, looking forward to the Test series against Pakistan and West Indies. But it just doesn't have quite the same allure. Um, so I think that's possibly more. You know, about the who as opposed to the too much cricket this year. Fair enough. Um, well, fair enough, Rick. It's uh, a lot of people texting as well. Skull, 100% right. Never mm. been less interested in the summer of cricket in all forms. That's Why people f- falling out of love with you? Just because it is all year round, Just it's, it's such a constant. The Australian team's always, you know, if they're not playing in a 2020 tournament, it's a 50-over tournament or their test matches mm. on I think is so, it, and maybe, maybe, yeah, the caliber of the opposition. Like the Windies are nothing, not a shadow of themselves. Oh no. And Pakistan will hopefully be competitive, but they don't have those. I reckon if back in the day you used to almost you could name six or seven Pakistan cricketers easily, the greats of the game. Yeah. I'd struggle to name half the mm. starting eleven for Perth. We need another Mitch Johnson article. <laughs> we can rip one out tomorrow. Well, he's done his bit, hasn't he, Mitch? Without him. Liven things up a bit. <laughs> Just to speaking of Mitch, uh, here's a text. Uh, played against David Warner as a 17-year-old. How do you reckon that went? I went back to high school on Monday with some new words in the vocab. <laughs> <laughs> played as a goalie in field hockey at school. With the padding, it made me look quite hefty. Kids watching from the opposing school stood behind the goals and fat scolded me to no end. I weighed 55 kilos ringing wet. was quite a laugh for me. Last question without notice from me this morning. Or last. Yeah, last. When well, you go to a pub and you have roast of the day, 
Has it ever been chicken? Oh, good question. And that was on the menu. It's always at the top of the menu as well. When it's always lamb. Roast of the day. Always has it lamb. Ever been chicken? <laughs> it's roast of forever. It's always lamb, isn't it? It's always lamb. It's never been chicken. Oh. Occasionally beef. That's a never good chicken. point without notice from you. And it's all for Gazman. Mate, this Christmas, a Gazman Christmas, 25% off polos and shorts, I can tell you. SEM Breakfast, powered by Kubota. For more than 40 years, they've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Thank you. Scoob, I'm not taking Instagram lessons from you again. Uh, the sort of clientele you follow on the gram, not Mate, fit. you've got to be real, Sam. Not fit for consumption, to be honest. He's fit for consumption. He's fit for consumption. He, he just uses a number of expletives, but he goes around to some of the interesting destinations of Victoria and gives his description of what he's experiencing. Paul Sinclair. That's him. Paul Fluffy Sinclair. If you don't like expletives, don't go anywhere near Fluffy. No, he comes with a warning. He does. A real warning. warning. Big, fat (laughs) warning. Your comment on the Windies might be a little premature. They just beat the Poms, uh, albeit in a one-day series. It shows they have a pulse. Will they have a pulse in this Aussie Test summer, do you reckon, Scoob? The Windies? Windies? Yes. Uh, They're on the way in the Windies. I'll never get back to what they used to, and I think they're you know they're they're struggling to hold their even their test status these days. Mm. So they they need to get a wriggle on very quickly. Agree with Scoob Alan Border the way he stood up to the Windies pace barrage never flinched. That is from ever. Brett and ever. gents. Never ever flinched. The McKinnon Hotel rotates the four roasts every month on the weekend: pork, beef, lamb, and chicken. Only one I've seen do that. That's from Ian in McKinnon. Mm. There, you go. there you go. Sunday roast at the Orong Hotel two weeks ago was chicken. Delicious, but would have preferred lamb. And that's the issue. Roast chicken doesn't couldn't carry roast lamb's bags. No. And you know it. Quite and right. I know it. And the pubs ah. know it. And that's why the old chicken yep. doesn't get a looking. Rarely gets a looking. Gives you nothing, chicken. Mm. Nothing. Lamb gives you a bit of taste, a bit of texture. Indeed. Beautiful. Daisy Pierce, you had an early question of that notice. Why did Daisy... Uproot and change everything and uh, head over to coach the struggling West Coast Eagles in the AFLW competition as she has done. Well, she discussed that yesterday. Well, I, I see it as an incredible opportunity to come over here and work for one of the biggest clubs in the land. And I mean, the talent that's on this list is probably what excited me first and foremost. Like, I've watched the competition really closely, and yeah, the Eagles are a team that haven't performed as they'd have liked to to this point, but with the talent on the list, I, I think there's a really exciting future ahead and I was yeah really keen to get a part of it. Exciting future, talent on the list, wants to be a part of it, speaking like a true coach already, Scoob, our Daisy Pierce. Hopefully we can get her on the show before the end of the week. Hey, hopefully we can get you on the show before the end of the day because we've still got a couple of prizes to give away. Got the Bataki ham, simply wouldn't be Christmas without a Bataki ham. Got a $100 Gazman voucher as well. How good's that? A gift from us to you. Treat yourself summer style at Gazman. And we've also got, this is great for the school holidays, an Albert Park Mini Golf Family Pass as well. Johnny is in Belmont. He's on the open line. Hi, John. Hi, how you going? Well, we're good here. Yeah, good. Um, just listening to the cricket scores on the, in the report, and it says that Sixers won by six runs. Or Didn't they bat second? Sixers did bat second. Yeah, they, Sydney Sixers batted 
second, so did they win by six wickets or six runs? They won by, I guess the official description of a Johnny would be, they won by six wickets and then you'd put in brackets four balls left. Yeah, that's it. And also, this is not supposed to happen on sports radio. You guys make me hungry every morning. (laughs) (laughs) John, I know, and it's it's something we're aware of. We were just speaking off air before saying, heck, we talk a lot about food in these three hours, and neither of us are really sure why, Johnny, to be honest with you. No, it's not a complaint. I like it, but I'm just letting you know I'm getting hungry. Yes, I know. We are too. What are you going to have for brekkie, John? Yes. Sorry? What are you going to have for brekkie? Oh, I've been working for a couple of hours, so I don't know. I'm just gonna, as soon as I can stop, I'll eat somewhere. Oh, you're about ready for a yeah, bacon we'll, and egg roll. We'll have a bacon and egg roll, washed down with a, uh, yeah. you know, a, a large sauce roll. What, what, were you, what are you going to do? Uh, I reckon uh, KFC. Oh, oh no, <laughs> John! Not going a large five and chips, are you? Come on, John. Not now. I'm, I'm talking about eleven between eleven and twelve o'clock. You know? Oh, he's gone the and dirty bit. Well, as you're doing plenty of exercise, you know, physical work to work that off during the day, and then what will you throw down the gob tonight? What What's on the menu for tonight? Do a nice bit of uh, rump with a Maccas? couple of fried eggs and even duck over the rovers and Macca's chips and put them on the plate? What goes? <laughs> I don't know what's for dinner tonight. I've got to talk about it with my wife. Whoever's home first starts dinner. All right, Johnny. Well, in the future, may it well be a bataki ham. Thanks for calling in. We'll flick you the bataki. Just because we're not talking food enough, it simply wouldn't be Christmas without a bataki ham. So that'll sort you out. We need to find out where the best sausage rolls are too. I love a sausage roll. Yeah, well, I'm not a sausage roll fan, but pe- every day over the, every day over the pie. I don't care how good the pie is. If there's oh, a good sausage no. roll there, I'm going the snagger roll, a good one. But see, that's a bit of your sort of meatloaf half cousin that you wanted on the menus at mm. pubs is the meatloaf. You bought the meatloaf up earlier this morning. I know, but if there's You're a nice... You're sort of thinking that's meatloaf in the, in the pastry. If there's a delicate pastry, it makes all the difference. I'm telling pastry. you now, and a good relish or a good sauce. Laura's in Mill Park. How are you, Laura? Hi, good, thanks. Um, for the sausage roll, just quickly, have to go to Sovereign Hill Bakery, best oh. ever. Um, like really, it. really good. I'd drive all the way there for it. Writing it down. Um, why? I just want to know, like, I don't like cricket, but I love watching Big Bash. And it's, I think they need to change it or do something because we want to see more of the Aussie Test players. Like, it's a bit disappointing that we haven't been able to get to a game yet as a family because um, school's still on. But by the time we do, we won't see some of the better players. Mm. Not knocking the guys who do play in their place. Always enjoyed it. We love the Brisbane Heat. But they don't get down here that often. And... um so, yeah, so it's just, I, I don't know, there need to be something. Yeah, Laura, it's just how the program works out. I, and everyone would like to see more of the test players playing Big Bash or, or the Australian Big Bash players playing Big Bash. But it, just the way the calendar is and, and the how it works from an international perspective, all these countries have got to play the other country within a certain period of time if they've travelled there and then they have to travel back and all the rules and regulations that are there. I think we'll find in years to come that you know they'll divide Test cricket into four or five nations. You know, there'll be no more playing the West Indies in Test match cricket. Well, you're killing them off. There'll be no more playing Bangladesh in Test match cricket. Well, that's not good. Uh, the, uh, that's not unless good they the earn thing. their right to be in the top tier. Oh. And then you'll see India, England, Australia, New Zealand, possibly Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
playing test matches amongst each other and then the others have to earn the right and someone has to drop out for them to come in. I reckon that could be the model that we see in, in future, but that will open the door for more one-day cricket and, and T20 cricket. Someone will fill the program where there's a void. Hey, Laura, thanks for the call. Heard you say you had a family. So uh, hang a line if you're willing, and we'll give you the Albert Park Mini Golf Family Pass for the school holidays, something for you and the, and and the kids to do. And watch the cricket. Stay overnight yes. and go and play some mini golf. At Albert Park. Magnificent. Yeah, you? There's the family pass sorted out. A, uh, a great day for the holidays. We'll take your calls throughout the rest of the show on the IMAR open line. Back very soon. Scotty, I know you're in Keelor Downs. We'll get to you straight after this. You are an ideas man. Summer Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. Oh, so much to get to, so little time. So we're going to talk some cricket because Scotty, Justin and Steve want to do that. We'll do it for Halal Home Loans is your money. Halal, get Halal Home Loans Investments and Superannuation with Hejaz Financial Services. Let's get to Scotty and Keelor Dance. How are you, Scotland? Good morning, gentlemen. How are we going? We're well. That's good. Now, um, with the big bash that happened the other night at Geelong, they... Um, no, they had to abandon the game. Do mm. you think it will hurt, will hurt Geelong in the future with yes. that sort of um, incident? Scoob, yes. Yeah, I do, Scotty. I do. I think it will um, it'll hurt Geelong. Um, whether they get the game or how long they've got it contracted for, I'm not sure. But the, there'll be a better covers situation. There'll be a better drop-in pitch situation. There'll be a better... Um, uh, a better situation all around. There has to be. So, yeah, I, I think it will affect them. Justin's in. Thanks, Scotty. Justin's in Heidelberg. Test cricket, Justin. What's on your mind there? G'day, gentlemen. Um, yeah, I'm just as an avid Test match uh, preferred listener and watcher. I'm just hoping that we get a decent series. And mm. I know the Indies will probably battle, but um, I hope they can bring something. Um, and therefore, the Packies. I hope they're there, up and about, because um, you know every year we all love it. We all go. I've booked in with the old batch of mates on the second day of the Boxing Test and. We just want to make sure we get some good value out of it. And I want a few of our blokes just to get tested, you know, the Dave yeah. Warners and the Cameron Greens and so forth. Yeah, and, and hopefully Pakistan bring that, Justin. We think they're more likely to as opposed to, to the Windy Scoob, don't we? But, yeah, uh, I think so. I, I think Pakistan get off on the right foot, Justin. Uh, we're, we're going to have an okay summer. Have, have it's they... a matter of them you know, keeping their, their confidence up. So you just don't want to see them get bounced around too much in Perth and and lose their confidence for Melbourne. But if you're going day two of Melbourne, it'll still be a great day. They've already got off on the wrong foot, though. Well, at least in the mind of their team manager, Mohamed Hafiz. Really surprised and disappointed. Um, the arrangements in Canberra, the pitch we, we received for the practice, that was really the slowest pitch we, we can ever, ever play on, on as a visiting team in Australia. But uh, as a team, we are really happy the preparation we had. The most of the boxes are ticked and absolutely ready for the, for the exciting challenge coming ahead of us. So, Mohammed, they're suggesting relatively strongly that they were given a slow wicket in Canberra as a deliberate ploy to bring the speed and the pace and the bounce of uh, of Perth as more of a shock. And you can see why he's upset because Pakistan have always looked after touring Australian sides in particular with their wicket preparation, with their, their hotels and their culinary choices. They've always gone out of their way, haven't they, Simon, to look after visiting Australian teams. Steve joins us from Hurstbridge. You there, Steve? <laughs> Morning, Sam and Simon. Hello, Stephen. Um, the flaw, or the biggest flaw in Big Bash is the fact that teams will get into 
it's uh, international players. They'll get chess players in their squad. They'll go gangbusters for the first three quarters of the season. When it comes to the finals, they're all going back to their home countries or they're playing test cricket or something to do with with um, the test team. Um, and then they've got a mediocre team in there and they're not going to be the best team in the end. Unfortunately, the one who wins it um, has probably got their through default as well because they're playing a team which has mm. lost all their stars. Um, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, good on you, Steve. Well, shortened season this year as well, the Big Bash. So I'd be interested to see how that all manifests itself as well and where the interest can be maintained right up until the bell, whereas I think historically it's sort of faded, hasn't it, as it's gone on, Scoob? So you and Pakistan preparing wickets for Australia, you, you said that they've always looked after the touring teams yes. that have gone to Pakistan. Yeah, so you can see why Muhammad would be upset that that hasn't been reciprocated here. Let's take a break. Nine to nine. Now, that was a cricket update as well for Halal Home Loans. Investments and superannuation with Hejo's. I think we've seen Julian DeStoop in the house. He's going to join us next. Did you walk into some smoke haze during the break? Or hey, I dangled the bait for you. You didn't take it, so it's too late now. Off to a break.